0: conference call. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Naralo Monthly Teleconference on Monday, the 11th of June, 2018 at 1900 UTC. On today's call, we have Adrian Schmidt, Bill Juris, Eduardo Diaz, Glenn McKnight, Gordon Chilcott, Judith Hellerstein, Loris Taylor, Marita Mole, Wes Bobbill. We have apologies from Alan Greenberg. Evan Lipovic, Jolie McFee, Shelly Robinson, hey, Javier Rua Hovet, Leah Smecker, Anna Loop, and John Moore. From staff, we currently have Chris Mondini and myself, Andrea Glandon, on call management. I would like to remind all participants to please state your name before speaking for transcription purposes and to please mute your phones and microphones when not speaking to avoid any background noise. Thank you, and I'll turn it over to you, um, either Glenn or Eduardo.
1: Thank you, Andrea. I believe Eduardo has joined us on the call. So, Eduardo, are you there? Yes, I'm, I'm not sure. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. So, please go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. okay. Thank you, Glenn, for being there. wasn't another call? Um, Thank you everyone for uh, coming today, and and, uh, we have uh, the first item in the agenda is to see if anybody wants to add or make changes to the agenda so we can go forward with it. So if I don't hear uh, anything, the uh, first item in the agenda is the uh, results of the Narralo elections. Uh, I believe all of you received the uh, information from staff about who were the people selected for ALEC uh, from our region and the uh, uh, Numcom um, uh, rep that will be sent to ALEC for confirmation, and these are uh, Marita No, which is from Canada, so congratulations, Marita. And uh, in the Numcom position is Leah, which I believe she apologized for not being here; she has a family emergency. Uh, so and and you know we. I uh, will be the chair for the next two years and Glenn will be a secretary for one more year and then it, that position will need to be re-elected next year and from that point on uh, the chair and secretary will be staggered every two years so that's the reason on, that's the reason it was done uh, yeah, based on the um, uh, piece. uh Glenn, do you want to add anything? Uh, anybody has a question about it?
1: Sure, um, it's Glenn. I would like to also recognize uh, the uh, also the other um, candidates as well. Thank you so much for for uh, standing, and 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 you all did such a great job. So again, uh, uh, we appreciate all your your hard work. So thank you again.
2: Uh, thank you so much, Glenn. Any other comments? Uh, I join I join Glenn also on on on, congrats, on 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 you know saying thank you for the other candidates to participate in the elections. So the next item uh, here is a report on the crops. Uh, this is uh, on the crop uh, or the latest crops event that uh, we went to uh, in the FY eighteen. And there were three of them. Uh, one is the, uh, I'm sorry here, I'm going to do wrong. Uh, Irene mean 41, which is, which is happened this uh, past April. Uh, I don't see William around to uh, tell us uh, about that uh, final report there. I believe he, he was not able to go, so I want to, to so want to hear what happened. I have an echo, I don't know why echo, I don't know why. Okay, thank you. And uh, I have uh, Glenn on the Digital Inclusion. Glenn, do you want to give us uh, the insights and report on the Digital Inclusion event?
1: Yeah, uh, thank you, uh, Eduardo. It's Glenn uh, McKnight for the transcript record. Um, Yeah, the uh, Digital Inclusion Program is a fascinating group of dedicated people In the US who are very concerned about obviously net neutrality and and connectivity of of especially of people of um, uh, poor people as well as remote areas so I had an opportunity to meet a lot of the organizers excellent people Uh, they did a special report on Cleveland the red line area in Cleveland where it was uh, a special effort to uh, to allegedly provide high-speed broadband to these this large community uh, largely poorer black community in in the Cleveland area they ended up being ripped off pretty seriously so the report is really worth reading and connecting with the people but uh, there is at least um, three three separate studies of various different uh, programs that are a similar idea where they've set up a broadband Uh, Internet access to these poor communities and they actually got seriously ripped off. It was a special concession with FCC and it was Verizon, but uh, the research is well worth reading. But I digress. Uh, One of the the events that I participated with is digital inclusion in the First Nations or Native community. Uh, I met a number of people who were doing libraries throughout the Midwest. Uh, very interested in Norello. I'm following up on them for leads um, as well. Uh, they're also looking at a friend of mine in Virginia to donate some laptops to one of their libraries and, um, as well. Uh, next year it's going to be in Charlottesville, North Carolina. Uh, it keeps moving from location to location, so I'm not sure... Um, when we find out what happens with crop, we'll determine whether or not that would be one of the trips we would do as well. so that is um, my quick report on the digital inclusion and I believe Judith went last year, so she can verify the value of the the event itself so that's that's for me.
2: Thank you, Glenn. This is Eduardo for the record. Uh, I have a question for you. can you I know you participated in the outreach and engagement uh, meeting and you mentioned about discussing crops can you tell us something about uh, what's, g- what's going on with the crop program because I know that yeah uh, just so, so we know yeah
1: yeah thank you there's there's a lot of unanswered questions we had burned and Mary Wong on our outreach and engagement call last week when we appointed the new chair uh, Danny Nagata uh, we asked a number of questions as you know they it was uh, crop was actually going to be removed entirely. But they've saved half of it, and but we are still trying to find out what to actually the number of of uh, um, crop troops will be doing, and you know what is a legitimate trip. Now there was a little bit of inconsistency because a couple of weeks before they were talking about a little bit more latitude, but it looks like it has to be an ICANN can event. Now from Norello, we don't have. Uh, uh, you know an ICANN meeting in our region so they have to come back and give some more details. so I'm working on the the outreach and engagement plan but I've sort of held off till they actually officially give some feedback so I haven't seen anything uh, I see Judith's hand up uh, Eduardo she may have a little bit more insight but I know Eduardo, Eduardo that Judith and I have been hammering home on trying to get the clarity uh, which we do not have yet but I can tell you this, there, there used to be five trips per region, and there will not be because the funding cut. There may be two, maybe three, but, you know, we still need to get clarity. So back to you.
2: Um, thank you. Judith,
1: please.
3: Go ahead. Hi, this is Judith for the record. Um, so I'm on my, um, my iPad at, at the, no, the, the uh, accessibility conference here in D.C., but as, as Glenn said, we tried to get them because they were saying it's an either, and they're changing totally the idea of crop, whereas now crop is only engagement of in ICANN meetings, not bringing any new people and introducing them to ICANN, but only within ICANN meetings. But then they say um, an ICANN sponsored event. And what Glenn and I are trying to find out is what does that mean? Because to us, a sponsored event is one that ICANN pays a sponsor a fee. So whether it's five thousand, ten thousand dollars, to me that would be a sponsored event. But that may be it may be only an can organized event because they only give the explanation of the GDD. And then more problematical is that. It may preclude us from going to the Aaron event because Aaron events are not considered to be falling within that rubric. They say that it doesn't have anything to do with Internet governance or with ICANN's remit, which Glenn and I have no idea, if anything, why that would be because it is a total within ICANN remit. It's the numbering and naming. So we're all very confused about that, and they haven't gotten back to us. We did get clarity on the, um, the other fund that we got from additional budget, but we spent time doing that, and then we didn't get any time to discuss with Mary Wong about crops. But I also you can go uh, on and uh, talk about my trip if you want me to do that.
2: Uh, yes, please go, yes ahead. please go ahead.
3: So, yeah, so I went to RiceCon. R- Khan. Yeah, so I went to RiceCon. Um, we uh, were presenting from the RiceCon community about the Global Indigenous Abachelor Program. We had a very um, great session, a lot of interesting questions, a lot of good attendance. People were very interested in this and were interested in learning more about how to get engaged. And ICANN did um, I met a lot of people who were interested, Um, some of of these people are also at this M M enabling conference I'm here at, which could be um, the Canadians or Americans and we could easily get them to be an ALS or an individual member. So I think there's a lot of movement in there to get new members. Um, just getting more people engaged. So I'm following up with some of these people we had there because they didn't really know much about ICANN. We, uh, we spread the news. We, their the table for boost was very poorly done. It was in a place that no one went to. And so the flyers we had didn't really get any traction. Um, but I think it, 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 it had a lot of good discussions on from different topics, but I do think it's a good place uh, whenever it's in the U.S. for engagement or for others' engagement because there's a lot of people who are interested in um, human rights issues, in uh, um, internet governance issues, community networking, a lot of the items that we are addressing are um, self-accessibility, indigenous issues. so. A lot of those there so I think it's a good it's a it's an excellent session uh,
2: thank you uh, hello? I have a question for uh, hello yes okay uh, I know uh, I see Chris mondini is online and the call and uh, if uh, you're here. I just want to get your your impression on the crops. In what uh, Glenn said about uh, and, and the focus that this uh, program is going to get, you know, that has to be an icann supported supported uh, meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. we, you know, we at least I I, I need to understand. Uh, We'd like to understand what does that mean? I mean, because I when I hear that Irene, mean, it does is not part of this event. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's it, it, you know it's. It tells it tells me that it's an I can even an ICAN, when it says an ICANN sponsored, I don't know if I I really doesn't get sponsored by ICANN, I don't think so. Uh, so if you can give us some clarity on on that, uh, we would really appreciate it.
1: Hi, it's Chris Mondini. I'm sorry I don't have the answers. Uh, so I'm gonna be working on getting answers. Because as you know it was as Glenn mentioned, it was eliminated and then Something was put back, but I'm not so sure what's put back in place. So I'll get that for this group as soon as possible.
2: So, thank you, Chris. I guess, I guess all
3: yeah, we have, I guess all could, we have yeah. to say. Yeah, it's Judith, um, I just want to quickly ask a question from Chris. Yeah, and if you could find out also what it means by "I can sponsor" because I know that Global Stakeholder Engagement sponsors several different events, such like they sponsored LifeCon. They sponsor, they one of the financial sponsors for the IGF USA, the Internet Governance Forum. They're, they give money to a lot of these groups. Is that what they mean by sponsored? Because you, you, you give you give a significant sum to these groups. So that's why I'm curious if you could find that out too.
2: Thank you, Judith. Uh, so, uh, I have a question for you, Glenn, and you, this before we move to the next item. So, uh, you know, after being in the uh, digital inclusion and the rice do you support going back to these events? And 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 uh, is it any way we can, you know, if, if we from the contacts that you made in those these meetings, if if one of these contacts becomes an individual member or an ALS of Nicaragua, I will really. I, it would be very important for the whole group to know that that's uh, a, res- uh, a result of, of of going to this event. So question is if you recommend to go back, Here, Glenn, uh,
1: Okay. Um, uh, I'll speak first and Judith will, will chime in as well. Um, for example, at the right Con, Um the, um, the RightsCon group that I made uh, quite a bit of inroads with it was the Canadian National Institute of the Blind, uh, CNIB. Uh, very interested, dedicated new person who uh, felt real value in, in working with Norel. So that's, that's one of the leads that, that I think is worth doing. I think in RightsCon, and, and I think we could clearly go back again. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to be next year. But uh, in this case here, I didn't use the travel, and I attended it because um, the uh, the flights were canceled to Aaron's trip. So um, there was I actually drove to the Wrights County event. But because Judith and I uh, did this session, uh, we had a full room, and people were very interested in the Global Indigenous Program. And I just have to mention that's quite sad that. Um, that program has been cut. that was one of the devastating impacts of the budget cutbacks that that program which we worked very hard uh, loris myself and Judith and others who seen real value in and we, we we think uh, the people that went through that program were stars so i'm I'm disappointed with that and I'm just hoping and i uh, that uh, maybe uh, Eduardo you can you maybe uh, had a chance to talk to Goran about possibly the fellowship program reserving some spots for the indigenous spots. Do you have any update on that with Goran? Uh,
2: yes, I will update you on that, uh, but I, I want to hear Judith. Okay, want, yes, this is, is Judith
3: Hallstein for the record. So as Goran said, I think we've made a lot of good contacts at LightsCon. Um, who wanted to be individuals and other members, um, and I think at the the one I went to the digital inclusion, no one had heard about I can before um, two years ago when I went last year when I went, and so they that was the first time they were hearing about it, and so they were they seemed to be interested, but I think it takes uh, more than just one time of hearing about it, and so I think that's good to go back there because it really is. The group that is closest to NALALO and what we're doing, um, it's a very big people who, group who um, civil society working on digital inclusion, working on connecting the unconnected, working on getting new getting these people be engaged and learn about what I can does, what is remit, how it can help them so um, and as um, Eduardo said, as Glenn said, we are, it's a shame about the Global Indigenous Program because we got a couple new ALSs from there and increased engagement. In fact, on the outreach call was one of our Indigenous ambassadors who's been very active now. She took over an ALS that had been dormant in her group and is leading it up and now very active. And so it's just a shame that we
1: will be able to have this
2: again. Yeah. Thank you, Judith, in answering uh, Glenn's questions. Yes, I, ma- I asked this question to Goran. I was in that call previous to this one. And basically, uh, what? Uh, um, uh, well, 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 it was David Olive who was with him there. He said that, that the best place to uh, put this question to is a fellowship review at the moment. And that we should uh, put comments and in relations to changing, uh, 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 you know, the form as to uh, select seats for different SOs and ACs instead of, you know, in a wide range of, of, of areas. So I'm not sure if that um, uh, that um, I have seen that review. Uh, I don't know when it, until it is went open. Do you know, uh, Glenn, or did it? What time that is open? Oh,
3: Yeah. So it, it um they just said well the the question is they just said that to us when I asked the question about that that um they weren't they were cutting it because um it they just didn't have the money for it not that it wasn't a good program. They urge us to work closely with fellowship but the question that Glenn is asking is that um, a problem we had before with fellowship is that they, there's no specific slots guaranteed for them. And so there's no fact of what, what we thought why we were successful is that we were um, we were uh, working closely hand in hand with the, with, the, with, the, with the Indigenous Ambassadors, and they, and our mentor was an Indigenous, too, so we were working closely with them, and, and, then, and then to be caught short, it just really hurts the program, and we have, we're different in fellowship, but if we could have, like, two slots from fellowship and bring our mentor, I think it would be great.
2: Well, what I was told is to uh, add these comments and these suggestions to the fellowship review uh, uh, to uh, you know to use that channel to to get it you know things like this in there and get this cost so we need to make sure we put our comments in suggesting that we get to slot for that program based on these results and all the things that you mentioned any other any other comments uh, well, Thank you, thank you so much. Let's go to the next item in the agenda. Uh, we don't have Leah uh, reporting on the noncom She has a, she had a, a personal emergency. So, uh, but everybody knows that uh, once uh, uh, we finish the the meeting in Panama is done, the uh, final candidates or or um, the nominated people that will be noncom will select for the board and the other roles. NACs will be announced two or three days after the uh, end of Panama, the Panama meeting. They are now uh, they can do this because the people that they are interviewing at least for the board will be background checks before uh, getting interview as it, uh, be, before it was after the fact that they got the interview. so if they are able to select uh, these uh, people because uh, uh, there have been already background checks so. That's that's a main change there, yeah, but unfortunately we don't have uh, the the uh, other details than than what we know from what has been published about that. Uh, the next item is the additional budget request. I uh, I, I don't know Heidi how oh, Heidi is here. If, we, if you can tell us a little bit about the additional budget request, I I know a page was created uh, in a wiki. I'm not sure what it's that for, if it is for uh, requesting money or uh, or just for information. So Heidi, if you can tell us a little bit about the uh, additional budget requests and how is that going to be used going forward, at least for the, you know, uh, for the URL. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah, thank you very much, uh, Eduardo. This is Heidi. Hi, everyone. We do have um, a, an implementation page. Um, however, again, as you may know, um, out of the, um, I'm not sure of the final number that were actually submitted from at large, only three overall were submitted. Um, However, um, they were very useful ones, I believe. Um, The first one is for the Railo discretionary funding. That funding was um, doubled um, from 10,000 to 20,000 altogether. So that makes it $4,000 for each of the Railos. And also we heard um, last week on the subcommittee for outreach and engagement, um, staff working on those saying that the criteria um, will now basically be fully developed by the regional leadership, so that allows um, a, a uh, more um, <coughs> uh, liberal sense of, of how to use those. So the restrictions are not going to be um, as much as they were last year. So there might be a possibility for regional travel to, to fund stipends um, for kind of outreach and engagement in the region, so that's useful. That will be discussed by the regional leadership uh, in Panama. Uh, to set those criteria and to ensure that those um, those funds are used um, properly. Uh, we will continue to monitor that. Um, another funding was for the transition for the chair um, and that was um, going to be a just covering the hotel likely to take place um, at the end or the beginning of ICANN 63 in Barcelona. It will be likely um, two staff members plus Alan plus the uh, new chair when that person is elected. Um, and then the third one was a pocket of money, fifteen thousand dollars for communications a project. Money fifteen thousand dollars for communications project with Sorry, is there an echo? Okay. Um and that sorry is there an echo those funds, Okay. Um and that Those funds... Sorry, there is an echo. Okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's gone. Okay. And that bucket will be used for um, several projects that were submitted. From, one was for AP Rallo, one was for uh, AF Rallo, and one, I believe, was, to think of the other one, but it's basically it'll be for the Rallo's, uh, for, for promotional, for printing of items, for a pop-up banner, etc. So um, that funding is there as well.
2: <coughs>
4: Thank you. Any
5: questions
2: on that? Thank you. Any questions for Heidi? Any questions about the ABR? I do have a question, Heidi. Uh, you know, do we have $20,000, uh, which will be about, it will be $5,000 per RALO. Let's say we're getting to the end of the year, and I don't know, there. And, and this is, I'm making an example, you know, $7,000 7, $8,000, uh, you know, left as a total. Uh, if a ralo wants to use more than their five thousand at that time, would that be allowed or or it has to be yeah. uh, something that uh, how is, yeah, that
4: so work? yeah, this is heidi. So it'll be four thousand. Um, it's a total of 20,000 divided by the five RALOs. I'm sorry 4,000. Yeah. Um, and so what we, ag- again, it's going to be up to the Raylos, um to the railroad leaders to develop those criteria. I believe that for fiscal year 18, the current year, there was some discussion. I don't know if it's within the fiscal year 18 criteria that, yes, towards the end, uh, there w- we would be able to open that up. So for example, the only region that I'm aware that has significant funds still not used for this fiscal year are AP Rallo. So Norallo has used all of theirs. Um, Black Rallo will by the time of ICANN 62. Af Rallo has just a little bit left. Um, Viorallo has a little bit left, um, but it's mostly AP Rallo. So that's something that you should discuss, and I will be sending a note um, this week to all of the their regional leadership to uh, make sure that they are aware of that funding, and let's you know maybe open that up for others.
2: Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Any comments, questions from anyone? If not, we can move to the next item. Is the narralo.org. Can you give us an update on the uh, comments? Share any? Sure. sure. Uh, th-
1: thank you. Um, Judith and, and Jolly and Susanna have been giving great comments on on things that are. Or um you know it's not clear on in terms of the the links or the but Evan and I went through recently uh, every single uh, link that's in the, in the uh, the site itself, stuff that was not working properly, stuff that um, seemed to be duplicates so Evan's been great she's been um, quite responsive in working with us in making uh, the changes so I've um uh, as you can see in the agenda, the link to the Google Doc for any suggestions or ideas um, we 're somewhat limited uh, if it was a really good template like a possibly a WordPress template where we can have our facebook uh, or, or, or Twitter feeds uh, as well uh, or flickr pictures but that 's not the case it 's a fairly flat document so uh, so it's um, it 's fundamentally the um, It's coming along. So if you guys have seen something you're not happy with or it's not clear, you know, how to get information or the, uh, I've suggested to Evan a a few more graphics which show the flow uh, of information on how to get info and where to get started. So, um, but it's coming along. So that's my quick report.
2: Uh, Thank you, Glenn. Do you want to keep this discussion open or should we close it?
1: No, no, it's not. It's not finished yet. I, I do encourage other people to comment as well.
2: Okay, thank you. So we'll keep it open until you feel that uh, the page is up to par. So the thank next you. item uh, Thank you, again. The next item is a report but our uh, fellow like members. Uh, I believe there is only uh, there are none of them here. John, Alan, and Javier. None of them are here. So. I guess uh, that we should not have any report from Alac, uh, but I wanted to mention that uh, uh, there is a change, uh, which I think is going to be very, it's going to be a very interesting change. I haven't seen this before, but uh, in the Panama meeting there will be. I'm looking here at. A, I'm looking for the uh, mail. Um oh, am sorry. Where is it? Um, here. Uh, there will be a, a very interesting uh, uh, thing that is going to happen in Panama. Uh, there is a new, there is a GSO PDP uh, on the uh, new GTLD subsequent procedures that is going to happen in Panama. The first day of uh, so the first day of our uh, uh, meeting, uh, we're going to meet for half an hour between 8:30 and 9, and we're going to divide everyone, Alac members and Rallo members. Uh, because this GNSO PDP uh, uh, will be, after you get together, it will be broken into uh, 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 sub-meetings. And what we're going to do is everyone is going to divide and go into the different slots to understand what's happening and to report back to ALEC. Uh, So we are all... As a uh, group, a, like the rally leaders, uh, able to be able be able to report and comment on specific uh, items of that PDP, and and I think this approach to doing this uh, is great. So I guess uh, when I come when we come back uh, after Panama, we will we'll have something else. More, you know, we can give you. Uh, Feeling for how that works, but I think it, it, it's going to be a great, uh, a great way of getting everybody involved and uh, engaged in uh, a policy, and able to understand at least from this major policy that, uh, that you know this, this PDP, which is big, uh, to be at least understood by uh, subgroups that we can bring all into one group. So that that's something is going to happen in Panama at the beginning of uh, of the meetings.
1: Glenn, please. One, yes, I um, Eduardo. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, look forward to it. Um, I just wanted to ask Heidi a question. I noticed that uh, we did have, I um, guess, two years ago or more than a year ago, we had a pilot project on 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 doing policy, and uh, and recently I have noticed. Um, some interesting work by NCUC having uh, a webinar series on, on, on policy. So I'm just curious, if it, it, are we planning on, I know the budget has come and gone, but in terms of capacity building, is this something in the cards, Heidi, that uh, because um, we leaned so heavily on our ALAC members to tell us what the policy issues are, but we've at last, we've had a serious problem getting them to come to these calls. So, and I'm, and I don't think we're getting the policy, uh, the hot policy topic that we should be concentrated on from our ALAC members. So, I'm just curious on this 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 uh, NCUC initiative if something like that could be done with with um, our community.
4: Yeah, good question, Glenn. So that request, I believe, was a fiscal year 19 ABR. I think it was actually in the fiscal year 18 one as well. So that's ongoing. Um, and that might be something um, that um, the at-large review implementation, uh, when that starts pretty soon, I would hope, um, that would be something that you could prepare for an ABR coming up in the fiscal year 19 um, time for that.
2: Did that answer your um, question? Hedy, this is Edward. I, I'm Mary- Glenn.
1: No, thank thanks Heidi. I, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Um, so perhaps we have to work. I'm just curious on if anybody has attended any of the NCUC policy stuff. How did they organize it? You know, and 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 how can we integrate it possibly with the Janney's group with capacity building? But um, I see real great value with it. Thank I'm,
4: you. I'm, yeah, if I could, um, Eduardo Glenn, I'm exact, we're totally think here. I was thinking the same thing that maybe you could have that for on, on a capacity-building webinar. Also, for the incoming, um, for the um, not only incoming, but ongoing RALO leaders um, in Barcelona, perhaps we could have a meeting where we, uh, during the orientation, um, have a discussion about that, either bring someone in um, or plan for the uh, ABR for fiscal year 19. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Glenn Johannisop. Uh,
1: Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to put it down. Sorry. Thank, thanks, Heidi. That, that, that's exactly right.
2: Thank you. Glenn. Marita,
4: please. Uh, yes, thank you, Marita um, Mall for the record. Um, this, I'm just curious uh, about this meeting in Panama. I won't be there. I am actually a member of one of those work groups, and I'm just wondering is this meant, and my question is below, is it meant to end in an official position, or is it just an information session? Anybody know?
1: Uh,
2: uh, this is Eduardo for the record. Uh, the way I understand it is that eventually the, uh, the, uh, GIN, the GINISO, this GNSO PDP will go out for uh, comments. And, and so I think this is a preparatory uh, way or strategy to, you know, to, to make sure that everybody can contribute to the final position and final advice. Correct uh, me if I'm wrong. Hey, Alan is not here. Uh, he was the one that is putting this up together that's my understanding
4: uh, yes uh, okay uh, uh, Marita, Marita 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 uh, again I understand that but I guess it's not meant to result in official position from N.A. Rallo before the request for comment comes out
2: that's about my understanding hey. thank you
4: yes yeah, so um, this is Heidi. My understanding is it would not be a no-rallo position. It would hopefully be an at-large position, um, and that That's could either be done during that 30-minute session, or I think it might be, um, you know, another option would be that the, the new group, the Consolidated Policy Work Group. Um, and again, it's, it's Javier, who's the rep on uh, the, at the at-large rep for um, Workstream 5, which is connected to that. So, you know, you have possibilities there. Um, and perhaps, perhaps Alan or Javier can send the note to to the list again to uh, allow everyone to have that more clear. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Heidi. Uh, Judith, please. Ah, I'm sorry, Marita. Do you have, do you have your hand Rita, up? Do you, have, okay. Okay. Do you have your please, hand
3: please. up. Okay. Uh, it is mine. It's Judith Halsing for the record. So I think I know. Um, Jean, the NCUC didn't get their policy briefing webinar done now. They, they they didn't get that app funded either, but they also were doing um, some other other work with PDPs. But I think we also might be in the capacity group um, might already be mentioning to people that people are already contributing to policy. They just don't know they're contributing. They're contributing to governance policy whenever like so many of the at-large people who wrote on the comments for the budget and comments for the other thing were contributing. They just didn't know. So I think we just also have to show how it's um, educate people that they're already contributing. And this is just another way of contributing. And that goes to the ALOC questions is that are we only, when the comments come in, when we comment as an ALOC, I think also we're doing ourselves disservice because then they don't see as many comments coming in. And they judge by things got saved by the amount of comments that came in on the subject. And so that's something to just throw in the hopper.
2: Thank you, Judith. Any comments, questions? Uh, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, please.
5: Thanks, Eduardo. Um, I, I, I think that uh, Judith is on something there, but I, I, I think we need to take a step back and figure out how to make um, ALAC deliver messages in a lot of different venues in a more coordinated way, uh, both uh, at the LS level and the, uh, the RALA level, so that all these individual comments don't just seem like individual comments, but are a function of people's participation in the... Uh, at large community, and so I, 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 one of the things I think we want to start to talk about in Panama is, is how to sort of funnel efforts and report on efforts in the broad number of fora that Judith was talking about, but help show the community that they these comments, whether they're individual or from ALAC itself, are some function of their participation in the at large community.
2: Um, any comments? Uh, so my, my, but the point is that this is I haven't seen this before, and I think uh, what Jonathan said is is, is 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 part of the strategy that is being done here, and uh, and I think this will be developed by uh, will be you know it's going to be developed going forward. Uh, I think I think it's a great idea. I Haven't seen it before. Yeah. In any case. Uh, we will have more comments about this uh, this uh, Glenn do you have a, a report just about our recent engagement
1: sure I can- uh, quite quickly uh, I, I've been working on the draft of the every year we do a crop strategic plan so uh, until I hear um, clarity on the crop stuff it's sort of an on holding pattern but it's not usually um, you know till uh, Later in July that it get gills to Chris and he endorses it, gives uh, feedback. But I'm trying to harmonize as much as possible on, on Chris's plan so that we can dovetail stuff that he's doing and, and this is one of the good ways to use the discretionary funds. And so there's two things. One, when I get clarity on on how many trips and what they are, and two, uh, you know the expanded role, and purpose of the discretionary fund. So those two things are impacting. But we, uh, I constantly tell people to apply for the Aaron Fellowship. Uh, you can do it more than once. I know Adrian has been on on, on the fellows. That's how I met him in the first place. But uh, please please apply for the um, the fellowship. It's coming up in July for the next one in Vancouver. But you know Aaron does it twice a year. But again, um, you know, being a fellow at Aaron, you're, you have a different purpose. So air, air and trips would be a, a priority for us as well. So uh, right now the uh, the draft is still a work in progress. Thank you. Glenn, how, how many people are in your group?
2: Uh, who is Who volunteered to work with you on this? Uh,
1: Alfredo, uh, Judith, um, but, you know, our, uh, we've rejuvenated our main at-large outreach and engagement group. Uh, Matthew uh, volunteered to be uh, an assigned person uh, on that committee as well. Um, so there's, uh, I believe, right at the present time, four people. But we're welcome to have anybody, yeah, four people on the committee.
2: Uh, so I will encourage other people that are in the call that you know if you have uh, if you want to put some of your time and, and help in in this group and Glen and that uh, please do so. Uh, this is an important group as well as the other ones. Which it takes me to the Jonathan. Jonathan, can you tell us something about uh, your group and policies and what things are happening uh, that we should be aware of? <laughs> Thank you.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's a, a number of things that are happening. Um, I mean, the biggest one, and you've heard um, this uh, probably on the email list, is that the subsequent procedures working group uh, is going to be delivering um, its reports shortly after Panama. And in the lead up to that, during the meeting, there will be a lot of face-to-face meetings in which uh, Alan has suggested sort of universal participation on the part of uh, uh, at large members that are intended to the meeting and after that we're going to need to come up with a kind of a coordinated approach to um, get volunteers and figure out how to respond to uh, that interim report because as as you know the uh, at large have had a number of issues with the program as it uh, was launched in 2012 and we want to make sure that we have a very coordinated um, and and solid uh, an articulate response to the interim report that comes out of the Subsequent Procedures Group. So that's one of the biggest uh, things that's happening. Uh, there's little things that we're talking about related to single-letter domains uh, and, and how that should take place. And right now there's a uh, tendency toward having a, a charitable outcome associated with single-letter domains. And so right now there's a discussion about O.com, and there's an r-step associated with it, uh, that we'll be commenting on further that, that uh, suggests that the proceeds from an auction around o.com should go to a number of Internet-related charities. Uh, so that's a big discussion. And then finally, discussions around the GDPR continue uh, quite a bit, uh, in, both in terms of what data needs to be stored, um, but also uh, one of the big discussions right now is related to accreditation for organizations and individuals that want access to non-public data, whether it's law enforcement or uh, consumer protection uh, organizations or intellectual property organizations. And so those conversations continue as well uh, on the list and on the uh, uh, confluence pages, the wiki pages. That's it for me. Um, thank you, Jonathan.
2: Thank you, to Jonathan. Uh, in fact, uh, there, there was a very interesting question asked by Olivier, uh, to Goran about why ICANN went to court in Germany to obligate this uh, register, I forget uh, the name of it, uh, to comply uh, with the uh, ICANN model. And, and the answer is, it's, uh, you know, wh- why going to the court and not going to compliance, you know, to the contractual type contract uh, part of it, and he said that, uh, uh, that the main reason for that is because they want to get clarity on the courts so they don't have to do it for everyone that does wa- want to do something else different. And that was the main reason. I found it a very interesting uh, question and I found it a very uh, smart answer. So there are many things uh, happening around, like Jonathan said. Uh, by the way, Jonathan, how many people do you have in your group? Because I know Susana is there, and who else is help, helping you with that group? has volunteered to work with
5: you. I, I guess uh, uh, right off the top of my head, I think it's about five people, but I don't okay. have it in front of me right now.
2: Okay. So I encourage other people to join uh, Jonathan's group if you are very interested in policy. Uh, what, what I'm trying to do here in Narralo is that you know, get we. I want to get everybody involved. We want. One way or another, with what we're doing uh, uh, in ICANN, it could be outreach, it can be policy, it can be education. Uh, unfortunately, Alfredo is busy today, he's uh, doing work, I have this work that is going to end at the end of July, but he uh, it wasn't able to participate to talk about uh, uh, some of the educational things that he's doing. So. Uh, we're almost at the end of the call, and we have finished with all the items in the agenda. Do anyone has something to add to today's meeting? Uh, Judith, please go ahead.
3: Hi, just helping for the record. So my question has to do with um, the community onboarding people, and is it our goal for the Panama to get them sort mm-hmm. of? really enmeshed um, in the community on board in, in at large or something else because I noticed that they're not put on the traveler's list and they're not put on the other lists. and I thought our goal was to try to get them as much involved in that large as possible
2: and so I just was curious about that. So well, that question is uh, being directed to whom, because I don't know. The, I do not know the answer about that. Uh, um, blame, I guess blame. Heidi
3: or uh, something
4: yeah. like that. Yeah. Heidi. Heidi. Yeah. yeah, this is Heidi. Mort- yeah, Judith, sorry, that you said COP, which, which people did you say? I, I didn't hear what you said. Who, Who? which group, was, is, not who, who, which group is not part of that? I was talking about the community yeah. onboarding yeah. people yeah. for at large. Yeah, we yeah.
3: will yeah. get them all. and Yeah, we'll get the box. Yeah, we'll get them on. Because uh, it seems to yeah, me we'll we them want them to way. get as engaged and that large as possible and working with us, and, but we really haven't done anything. Um, and so I'm just a little uh, – I, I seem to be the only one pushing for this, and, but maybe they're pushing – maybe uh, Liana, who's the, uh, who's the uh, mentor, is pushing AP Aprilo, but I don't know. Um, I just was on the committee to charge them. Yeah, um,
4: they will place them on the traveler's list. Um, I'll also be going to the COP face-to-face
3: in Panama, and I'll ensure that they get, uh, are, aware the sure that they get uh,
4: are aware of all the at-large people.
3: Right, and they also may need um, confluence counts as well. Okay, and maybe get
4: Esther or Evan to
2: work with them. Points. Okay. Any other? Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Judith. Anybody else that wants to bring up something before we end the meeting? Uh, If not, then uh, thank you so much for participating today, and uh, I guess the next meeting will be uh, July nine or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. It's the second. It's the second Monday in July, so uh, I believe I will see some of you in Panama, which is going to happen uh, starting next week. Uh, I mean, actually, next this weekend, not the next weekend. And uh, we will report back uh, in July about the meeting, and uh, you know, we take it from there. So thank is that you so much,
4: Eduardo.
2: Uh, yes, yeah. if, yeah. if, if I may. Heidi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, yes, just wanted sure. to
4: stress that all all of the meetings are open. For at large, so you can definitely re- participate remotely. The time zone is is good for everyone in this region. So please, I hope to hear you on the uh, on the bridge uh, during those meetings. Thank you.
2: Thank you so Great. much, and we're so happy to be using it again. <laughs> so thank you so much. Bye bye. This meeting is bye, adjourned.
5: Everybody.
2: Bye. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for today's conference. Please remember to disconnect all lines and have a wonderful rest of your day.